Well, brothers and sisters, we concluding this week. I'm glad that you stayed with me. Hallelujah. I bless you. I pour the blood of Jesus Christ upon you. I say, Father, bless them, Lord, and keep them. Cause your face to shine upon them and be gracious unto them. Father, lift your kindness upon them and give them peace. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and I pour the blood of Jesus Christ upon them. Brothers and sisters, hallelujah. How many know that you're saved by grace through faith? That's in uh, Ephesians 2 and 8. Now, I hadn't went there this week. I might do this some more this next week, but I'm in Romans this, this week. I felt the leading of the Holy Ghost to uh, really tackle Romans 3, but I just, uh, got a good piece of sap out of that. I can go back in there, but let's go to Romans 4 today. I want to say this, though, brothers and sisters, offer you a little wisdom. If you having somebody pray for you about something, you have to respect the person who is praying for you or for your family member. Uh, just in my experience, I've noticed everybody, you know, because I'm a jokester. People that know me, <coughs> they might conclude because I joke and play all the time. They might conclude that I'm not holy, which it's an imputed holiness, to be honest with you. But they don't. They can't say that because I'm practicing sin. They might say it because I'm a normal person. I'm, I joke, laugh, tease, and I just have a good time. I don't try to hurt anybody. But when you when you don't have a religious relationship with people, like some most people grew up with a pastor, you know, he looked mean all the time, and all the elders looked mean, and they used a professional voice. Well, bless God, old boy. My God, uh, in the name of Jesus. Well, I don't, I don't talk like that, if you, if you notice. But if you say, well, he just talked normal. I don't see how he can pray for somebody and work a miracle. Well, you won't see it. But I want to assure you that I prayed for many and miracles have taken place. Now, why am I saying this? So you can make me a big eye? No, you can do the same thing. But what I want to say this, you have to reverence. I don't mean like make a person a God, but you have to have respect towards the man of God if you want them to pray for you. You know, and I, it's certain ones, you know, we ain't going to call names. <laughs> They're kind of irreverent. They're irreverent towards you and stuff. And it's hard. You can't really get a prayer through for those kind of people because God sees their attitude towards you. You see what I'm saying? And I was wondering, because I pray for certain people and I can't really get the results. And the Holy Ghost told me, they say, the attitude towards you not right. They, they hold you in the lowest esteem. They say smart stuff. And most of the time, they think you don't see them. They'll do it subtly. they deceitful with it. And that's the reason I can't get a, a prayer through on certain people. Because it's an irreverence. Or they have a little uh, uh, hidden hatred or whatever, for whatever reason. But a lot of people let the devil trick them. Now, look. Don't do your pastor or the ministers like that. Don't sit at home and criticize the pastor, criticize the ministers. Then you need them to pray for you because you don't have the faith yourself. Well, you're going to make it hard if, if your attitude towards the men and women of God is irreverent. So that's a little wisdom. If everybody who showed me a lot of respect, not that I deserve it, they just do it as, as me being a Christian.
almost every prayer I pray for them, God move on them swiftly. And that, that's the truth. So you can't have pray for you people that you hold in low esteem or that you criticize or that you talk about or you say smart stuff to them to their face and then a low voice behind their back and you think that, are, that they are unaware of. They're aware of it and God is aware of it. And that's what slows down the moving of the spirit in your life. But let's go to Romans, uh, the first, uh, fourth chapter and at the first verse. It says, what shall we say then that Abraham, our father, as pertaining to the flesh, have found? For if Abraham were justified by works, he have whereof to glory, but not before God. See, some of you, you, you might have some good works, and you might glory before men, and stick your nose up and walk arrogantly and say, Say like the Pharisee said in, in Luke, the 18th chapter. Lord, I hadn't done this and that. I'm not like this Pharisee. And, and, uh, and the other guy went and got on his knees and said he wasn't worthy. And, and it said the other one was justified over the Pharisee. Now, I might not have a story quite right, but if you want to know what I'm talking about, it's in the 18th chapter, maybe the 16th chapter of Luke. I think the 18th, but it's in Luke, either the 18th, which I believe it is, or the 16th. Well, Abraham could have tried to be justified by words, but the word of God teaches not before God. But in verse 3, it says, For what said the scripture? Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. His righteousness was his belief in God's word. If God said that he that believeth on me hath eternal life, if you believe that, you're counted righteous before God. Well, the devil going to send somebody to tell you you don't have it because you ain't baptized the way they say baptized. You don't have it because you got a divorce before it remarried. See, it's people that's going to preach and going to tell you such things to try to steal your salvation, try to steal the word. See, the word of God say he that believeth on the Lord Jesus Christ hath everlasting life. You're born again. So, see, the Bible teaches that Abraham wasn't justified because he didn't smoke and drink and all that. He was justified because he believed God's word. You got to regurgitate what God has said concerning you. If God said you have eternal life, you have it. If God said by his stripes you're healed, you're healed. If God said the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous, it is so. If God said uh, he bore your sins on the, in his body on the tree, that you being dead to sin should live unto righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. All of that is right in your case. If God say he's, you are seated together in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, you need to confess that and put your name there. Everything that God said about you is right. Now, when you confess what God said about you, you are counted righteousness because why? You are saved by grace through faith. Faith is saying about yourself, what God has said. That's how you release your faith. That's what faith is, a confidence in his words, in his words only. People are going to try to steal the word from you. They're going to always try to tell you, don't listen to that preacher. Don't listen to this. Don't, he trying to tell you God wants you rich. He do. Jesus became poor that you through his poverty might become rich. Second Corinthians 9 and 8. Yeah, he flat out, he ain't trying to say it, I mean, 8 and 9. 2 Corinthians 8 and 9 says that. 
Yeah, God wants you rich. I'm not, I'm not changing. I'm not changing God's word. He said what he meant. He meant what he said. Hallelujah. He said you are an ambassador of Christ. Who's right? What people tell you are God. Hallelujah. You are a pilgrim and stranger. You're, you're an ambassador from, from another country. That makes you a pilgrim and stranger. Here you're on a pilgrimage. You're a stranger to the world down here. Your citizenship is in heaven. You have dual citizenship. You're from heaven and born into this world so you can run the heaven system wherever you are. Wherever you is, that's the embassy. Your embassy is wherever your domain is. You can make your embassy as big as your faith will allow. Hallelujah. So the Bible said for Abraham, what said the scripture? Abraham believed God and it was counted to him for righteousness. Verse 4, now to him that work it is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. But to him that work it not, but believing on him that justified the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. Now, faith is released by words. So you should say that I'm justified by the blood of Jesus. I am justified by the blood of Jesus. You should affirm yourself at least 50 times a day with words out of these scriptures. You can say the same thing over and over again, but when you do that, you're going to build Christ into yourself. You're built by words, actually. You're strengthened by words. He sent his word and healed you. You're strengthened by words. You're built by words. No word from God is void of power. So as you confess, what do he say? Let the redeemed say so. Let the weak say I'm strong. See, you have to confess his word so that you can receive the justification and renew it day by day. Be blessed. I'll talk to you next week.